this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Thomas Torteboom, founder of ITU, IT, I2E Solutions, a consulting practice helping companies bring their ideas to life. Welcome to the show, Thomas. Hey, AJ, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me today. You are welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to India in this online form. And I'm sure not just in India, but a lot of people across the globe will benefit from what we are going to talk about. We'll talk about business innovation, challenges and solutions with you. So let me ask you in this form to understand for the audience in India as well as outside is that, you know, long back, Victor Hugo said, nothing is more powerful than an idea whose time has come. And many people say it this way, that nothing can stop an idea whose time has come. So let us understand in the business innovation context, do ideas in business come because it is about profits, so they do work on it? Or is it about that idea is there for the benefit of everyone? and that the time for that idea has come. How does that work? You have been in great companies. You know about business innovation uh, better than a lot of people in this world. So help us understand about this business innovation stuff, and then we'll take it further. Yeah, that's great, AJ. And I think that's a great question. Um, and I tend to lean on the, the side that it, when an idea's time has come, it's going to come. Um, because when an idea, when the, the market is ready and the consumers are ready for the idea, then they're going to adapt and migrate to the idea. I mean, you can just think back to the old cameras of film cameras, right? They, Kodak in, actually invented the digital camera. The time came for the digital camera, but Kodak in their, their sight of only seeing profits from film did not adapt. But the rest of the industry did because the time came for that idea and ultimately it disrupted the marketplace. So when we talk about, you know, is it, is it just for business profit or is it because the time for the idea has come? I lean when we're talking about disruptive innovation, it's certainly around the time has come for that idea to be in the market and the consumer is ready for it. They're just waiting for somebody to bring it to them. And then you have the choice as the business. Do we want to get into that or do we not? And that's always the tough question when you're on the inside. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, how, how much are companies prepared to see it that way? You talked about Kodak. Uh, we in India can see that example of Nokia. It was the dominant player in the phone industry here. Everybody used to talk Nokia. Today they talk about other companies. So how much, I ask you, how much are companies, are they understand about business innovation? how much they are they keep their ears on the ground how much they actually understand whether the market is there or the customer wants something from it help us understand this part about about the company's understanding of this and whose job is this in the company to understand about this is it about the ceo who can go after say three years is it about someone else board of directors or is it about somebody below that yeah, and that's Nokia is a great example. I love that example, right? They were a dominant player and, and didn't see the change coming and just got left behind. Um, when we talk about companies that do it 
it, it really, it varies by company. Some companies are really good at adapting and bringing new innovations to market and just being at the forefront of where their customers are. And then some aren't. And I think a lot of it has to do with how well does a company understand its customer base? How well does it understand the markets that it's operating in, the competition, and really the experience that the user is having with their product? Um, if, if there are a lot of times when disruptions happen, it's because somebody starts to eliminate a pain point that somebody has with an existing product. Um, and then that lower entrant or that new entrant to the market by eliminating that pain point can really gain a lot of ground. And that's what starts the disruption. So it's those companies that, that are able to do it. They have a great understanding of who their customer is, what they're doing with their product, what their pain points are. And they're really trying to address those on a regular basis. The companies that are happy with what they're doing, they might have a big product line. They might, you know, be plodding along very steadily. Those are the ones that typically miss it because they have a big, let's call it a cash cow, right? Making a ton of money for them, one big product line or two big product lines. And they're just working, working, working that product line and they're ignoring where the marketplace is going or the pain points of their customers. So that to me is this, is kind of the answer to that one. Um, when you, you asked about whose role is innovation in the company, let me follow up on that one. I think it's everybody's. Um, a lot of companies put innovation in one group or in a box and you know it's their role those are the innovation people that's the innovation groups job to do innovation and i i tend to think that is is not the best way to do it because it takes insight it takes everybody when you have a new idea the innovation group's not the one that's going to bring it to market it's the rest of the company um, so the earlier you can get their input into the ideas and into the process it's it's way better so for me Innovation is, a, is everybody's responsibility. Right, right, Thomas. But you, you learn your expertise, you know, in Ford, uh, innovation expertise in Ford Motor Company, CHEP, and Cox Automotive, and all these big companies. But there are a lot of companies, you know, who need this, uh, this sort of a DNA into their DNA. And, and so how does that happen? Because is, is innovation limited to only particular sectors? Like in, in automotive, yes, you understand that they need to get in new stuff all the time. In mobile phones, you see uh, that happening. iPhone 15, I guess. I'm not, I don't have an iPhone, but I guess it's, uh, they are talking about iPhone 15. There is a lot of buzz about that, a lot of. So, how does those sectors where there is not much talk of innovation, they understand? about big ideas, new ideas. Otherwise, they will just get simply wiped out of their businesses. So that is why I asked, whose job is it about ideas? So help us understand this sector understanding that about business innovation, about ideas that can be disruptive. And how do small businesses who are, who have little, they understand they have great ideas about vision about a particular thing, but who may not have that big idea or big bandwidth to understand actually where the market is going and suddenly their life, their business gets disrupted, but one by one new idea coming from anywhere across the world. Help us understand this. Yeah. So when we talk about, you know, within the business context, it has to start with the CEO. They have to lead by example. So I agree, you know, it's everybody's responsibility to bring things to market, the CEO has to lead it. If they're not setting a culture of innovation, 
it's not going to happen. When we talk about innovation in different business sectors, again, it really does come down to understanding your customers, understanding their pain points, how they're using the products, making sure you're innovating around their use case and bringing new features, new technology to them to move them forward. Um, in smaller companies, I think it's still it's still doable. You can pay attention to a global marketplace, um, even if you are a small company. I mean, the internet brings everything to us, so you can see what other companies are doing. You can have patent search running to see what kinds of patents are being um, put into your marketplace. You can just you can keep track of all the trends just from sitting anywhere in the world. You know, you and I are talking from different sides of the globe. You can keep track of other companies, what other companies are doing from wherever you are sitting. So I wouldn't use that as an excuse. I would dig in and make sure you've got some good feeds about your product and your industry. And you're really paying attention to what's changing and shifting for some industries. AJ, I'm going to take a little bit of a shift here. But for some industries where maybe the product doesn't change a ton. The innovation can be internal innovation. It can be the way they manufacture. It can be the way they ship, the way they distribute the product. There could be a lot of innovations on the business side that could give them a competitive advantage against their, their competitor as well. Um, so that's another thing. If you're a smaller company, that's another thing to really pay attention to. What's your business model? What's your supply chain? How are you delivering the products to the customer? Can you innovate in those areas? And you don't necessarily have to change the product, but you can still gain a competitive advantage. Right, right. And what about innovation for growth? How do companies look at that part? One is that creating something new, and one is that innovation for growth. Both are great stuff for the company's growth. Both are things, but the way you look at it, how do you bring that growth part with innovation and how do you actually you know bring the real innovation to actually fulfill some new demand of the market what is the best way to look at this whole uh, stuff called innovation new ideas by you know companies big, big companies as well as small companies want to understand and you because your job you you help big com companies to bring their ideas to life how, what do you talk with those companies what do those companies talk to you what do they want from you i want that whole spectrum for the audience you know to understand get that insight from the people from the insider yeah aj so that's that's a fantastic that's a fantastic question and topic the first thing when we talk about innovation for growth i will say the biggest thing i see is the link between innovation and growth is broken um so the company has growth objectives there's there's you know it wants to serve certain markets it wants to grow by a certain percentage it wants to get into certain regions. It wants to be in certain projects, product lines. And then they have an innovation department doing whatever it wants. Okay. Innovation should be the fuel for the growth. So if we know we're headed into a certain market or a certain segment or a certain, you know, in, uh, region, the innovation team should be working on ideas that help fulfill the growth of the company. Um, working on any random idea is not helping the mission of the company. The company needs to grow for the shareholders, the stockholders, you know. So the innovation pipeline has to be focused and aligned to the growth strategy. That's the first thing I see that tends to be broken. So if you're looking at a company that's struggling to grow or you're working in a company that's struggling to grow, take the time to sit down and look at your growth strategy. I like to also put the product plan in there and say, okay, can I see where that growth is coming in the product plan? 
maybe we have gaps. We want to grow at 10%, but we only have 5% growth in the product plan. That's okay. That, that 5% gap in the product plan, that's where you need to aim your innovation pipeline. You know you have a gap. You want to grow 10%. You only have 5% growth. So let's go look for ideas that can help us deliver another 5% growth. That's a great way to align your innovation pipeline with your growth strategy. You start to get those lined up, and that's really going to start fueling your growth because now your ideas that you're coming up with are strategic, they're thoughtful, and they're going to help you move to the destination you want to get to. Um, so when it comes to growth from innovation, that's probably the biggest thing I see um, as an issue and that I try to work with companies on is let's get that all aligned. Right. Right, Thomas. So what about ideas? Uh, there are so many ideas that keep on coming to the founder's mind. You keep on so many ideas coming from anywhere else. Customers, how do they know which idea is good for them? Is this is 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 there some system that they need to put in a place? Some uh, innovative culture will help or an innovation program will help. You know, how does it work in bigger companies? Do they just take on random ideas and then how do you start? Because it's also not only about some money, it's also about a lot of energy, your focus. So how do you know you are working fast? In Silicon Valley, they say if you have to fail, fail fast. How does it work in companies? How does it work in bigger companies? How so that's, uh, you know, people who do not have much understanding of this, say for a person who is in a, in a rural area, wants to innovate, want to, wants to work on some idea, how can he test that idea? before it goes right or before it goes wrong and it loses everything. Yeah, so let's, 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 take, let's unpack that just a little bit. When we talk about finding the right idea within a company um, or picking ideas, that's a common problem because ideas seem fun and they seem interesting and everybody wants to work on all of them. Um, so one of the big things I see is companies working on too many ideas. They spread themselves too thin they're not getting any traction or moving forward or delivering new things to market because they're working on so many different ideas and it bogs the whole system down. Not just the innovation group, but the rest of the company that now has to execute and deliver on these ideas. So the first thing you wanna do is take a look at your, the ideas you have in your pipeline and really have a frank discussion about which ones are gonna help you grow, which ones are gonna move the needle in a sizable amount that's gonna help you grow. If you wanna grow at 10%, and your idea is a half a percent, you know, of your revenue. Well, that's you got to do 20 ideas just to get your 10 percent growth. You're better off trying to find an idea that's worth, you know, three to five percent and work on two ideas that are bigger as opposed to 20 small ones, which is going to be unmanageable if you're a small company. So I like to have companies put together a scorecard of what's important to them and their customer and start to rate their ideas. How does it match with my growth strategy? How big is this opportunity? Does it align with where we want to go from, from a growth strategy perspective? How does it align with our customer base? Is it meeting new customers, serving existing customers? So a small, just a one-page template, and you can find some of them um, online, of how to rate your ideas is really helpful. Um, so I typically try to tailor some of those to the companies I'm working with because they have different strengths or needs. But once you have, let's say you had 20 ideas, if you start to rate them all, you can start to see which ones will float to the top. After that, the next, the next big thing you want to do is make sure that there's a market for this, the customer desires it. You want to test things repeatedly with your customer. So never lose sight of interacting with your customer about your idea throughout the process of bringing it to market. 
Um, you never want to be very long gone or have a lot of distance between your idea and the market. It just, you're going to wander and deliver something to market nobody wants. So stay very in tune with your customer and stay in touch with them throughout the process. And then the last thing when you talked about how do I do this or how do I, how do I fail fast? I like to talk to people about learning instead of failing. Um, so I really want to shift the, the, the discussion around innovating to learning. So what are the big issues or the big risks with, our, the, uh, with your idea? And learn about those first. Let's say you have a new product idea that you want to bring to market, but you already know how to manufacture it. You know how to design it. You, you know how to tweak it. Like you can do all those things. You understand that. But your supply chain is probably might be your biggest issue or your delivery mechanism to the customer is the bigger issue. Test that first, because if you spend all your time and money on developing the widget, but you can't deliver it to the customer or the end user, you don't have a business model. It's not going to work. So think through the biggest challenges you're going to have bringing that idea to market and test those first. That way you don't have to put all the money in developing the widget and then finding out, well, I can't get this color plastic or I can't ship it around the world fast enough before the food rots or whatever the issue is. You know, learn about those things first, um, and that will help you kind of keep the cost down as you bring something to market. Right, right, Thomas. So, when where do you know it i two e solutions come in? What is its place? At what stage does it come in? Is it that you know the companies have racked their brains and they are short of ideas? Do they then come to you, or is it that they have got the billion dollar idea, then they come to you? Help us understand that part and also the part that now you have worked with billion dollar companies now you are focusing on small businesses help us understand so that you know small businesses do understand when and how they can come into you or you get into their system and help them build on those big ideas yeah and ag i can answer that really really simply i help companies that are struggling to grow and they're and struggling to find great ideas to bring to market that's where i help and I, I am happy to help anybody in that space. If, it's, if your challenge is coming up with the idea, you know, I can help you brainstorm, help your team focus on getting some more customer-centric ideas. If your process is broken in terms of executing and bringing the idea to market, that's where I can come to play. I also love to align your growth strategy, your product pipeline to your innovation portfolio and help the team work through what that could look like to help, again, fuel your growth engine through innovation. Um, I also do some brainstorming facilitation. So helping people brainstorm if that's the need. We can do some innovation training to kind of get the culture change going and to get people thinking differently and empowering people differently. Um, but those are the areas where I really like to dig in with companies. Right. So how do people know more about you and how they get in touch with you so that they can understand more about your idea and your idea about their idea, whether it will fall, fail or pass? Yeah, so the best way is either connect with me on LinkedIn or go to my website, www.i2e.solutions. Um, either one of those, contact me there. Um, that's a great way to get in touch with me. And if you want to learn more about you know, what I publish or the, the articles that I find, either one of those spots, I put all the contents that I create as well. Um, Absolutely. And you are also working on a book on business innovation. Help us tell us about that so that people can also get hold of that and learn about business innovation. Yeah, I'm, I'm still writing it. It's it's a few months away yet. It's probably, you know, maybe by the early next year is when I hope the book will come out. 
Um, but it's really about all the challenges I've seen companies, you know, innovate or trying to innovate where they struggle and where they get stuck. Um, so it's going to be a list of, you know, some of the things we talked about on the call today, too many ideas, not picking the right ideas, those kind of things. And then some simple solutions to try to help companies get unstuck um, and move forward in those areas. So that's really what I'm trying to do is take all that experience you mentioned and all the things I've seen over my career, put them into a simple book. So people who are struggling or frustrated with their innovation um, efforts can find some very simple, easy help in terms of trying to get unstuck and, and move forward faster. Absolutely. Move forward faster and with the hope that a lot of ideas will will come to life with, your, with you there in the picture. It's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed for joining us. Yeah, thanks, AJ. It's been a pleasure.